We have no agenda tonight, and we haven't even really talked. It's been about three weeks, I think, since we last did one of these. And yeah, we've, we've had we've had some good um, outside of the podcast conversation. I think about our ideas on um, where we've been and where we're going. Yeah, it was just between you were you were out of town for a couple of days, and then mm-hmm. I don't know, we just didn't have a collaborative schedule. So, um, and I feel like to some degree we we've lost a little bit of momentum. Like we were building up to this release, the release went better than we thought. We were riding high on that, and now like the next steps are going to take some work. And we're Some kind rebuilding. of off on that. We we have decisions to make, and I think we're both. I don't want to say reluctant, but we just kind of know we have to put some work into it, and it's kind of like, hey, right? It's, it's it's spring. It's nice outside. Um, what are we gonna do? But yeah. I do think I don't think that nothing has happened. I think also we've kind of been sitting and waiting to see how the how these things would carry. Yeah. So so our last episode it's gonna be a was long time ago. way was on April thirteenth, so almost a month ago. Um, it was about our first week of sales, and so things were pretty good. Things were pretty good at that time. I mean, things are good now also, but like we were coming in probably like four or five sales a day, even at that point. Um, and things so, were so. Uh, let's see what was the date. High. Let me just look here, and I'm on April 13th was when we published. Well, we published on April 13th. That means we're probably recorded on like the 10th or the 11th. All right. Let's take a look at since the 11th. I'm just going to look at the sales since then. I don't even know what day it is today, the 10th. Man. We really haven't done that poorly since. We have had 28 orders. Okay. And we have, should I just say the number amount that it is? I guess people yeah. can do the math. They know. I mean, it's right. not really hiding. Um, we've gotten $644.30. I mean, people could do a product breakdown and see how many uh, combos and... Yeah, I guess they could do that math. So ultimately where we're at right now is i need to so i need to get some time maybe this weekend i will have to finally break down into the spreadsheets but um we've had 75 total orders for yeah 75 s- orders we had some fake orders to begin with so our i don't order believe this counts system those. is a little bit off I believe but I, the, we i know we were at like 80 or 81 yeah i think i just shipped 80 today this numbers, morning yeah this morning 80 went out and so that's i feel like that's not bad at all I mean, so the thing is, is that, that means we've, we've moved more than half of our inventory, right? And yes. No, that is that true? Yeah. Yeah, I we believe had so. Bands, and we've definitely had twenty combo orders. I believe so. I can do the quantity here, but I think we're we're just over half. Um, I think we've we've gotten to the point of breaking even, or we're probably very close. We, I, I'd say we're either broken even or very close. I, I keep forgetting the shipping costs. We had another big one of those come out, like another hundred dollar one of those shipping costs that came out last week, mm-hmm. and so. I mean, we, we're not going to lose money on these. You know, we're really close. Right. And so, so that's cool. And I just spent, we can talk about our, <laughs> God, we never talked about that Google guy on our podcast. Oh no, we were going to do that. You know what? We were going to do that podcast, I think right that night. It. And then yeah. we had, you had a little slight emergency. Right. So well, let's finish up this and then we'll talk about Google. <laughs> so overall, we're good. I think the biggest thing is, is now it's finding ways. So the sales are coming in obviously slower. Um, this... I would say we average like a sale every other, other day. day. Yeah, like it's actually like we get two sales and then no sales for three days, like more like that. Last week we had three orders. This week we have two orders so far. Now it's Wednesday, so it's a little bit you know that we're ahead of pace on that one. Um, but the week before, yeah, week before we had three, so we're we're averaging about three to five sales per week probably. Mostly single bands now, not as many of the yeah. three sets. 
Are we out of like the most popular three? Like, did we reallocate resources or some three sets not available? I don't believe there's any three sets that aren't available because we're withholding. So I, I think we're out of the 42 small and gray and we're out of the 38 small and lavender. Oh yeah, we which only means have that those two sets are not feasible. Right. So there are only two sets available which cuts out about half of our buyers, potential sure. buyers. And so at that point, which maybe we um need to maybe make two piece sets cuz I think actually the last couple we've sold have been maybe in people that fit into that category where they are unfortunately cannot get the set. So I Is the lavender sold morning. out in 38s altogether? Or I think there's it? some larges. I believe there should be larges. Sometimes only half of my buttons, my buy now buttons load. So like, like one of the two today we did was a small, so that person could not, a small 42, so they could not have bought a free set. Um, but it seems like the other ones are about 50-50. And um, also we get um, a couple, like maybe two to five MailChimp signups a week, which I assume are mainly from people who cannot who, get a band or want a band who that we're can't sold get out of. the band that they want? Yeah, we are getting a lot more Mailchimp signups in general than I thought we would. Yeah, and I'm for like, not being as invasive as we from? are. I have not looked at the Google. I guess maybe maybe find a couple hours in a weekend to just go over this stuff because we haven't really in like two weeks. But I mean, we're still looking here. I mean, yesterday yesterday we had 95 sessions on the website, which is right. nothing to sneeze at. I mean, that's not a ton. I mean, that's not going to make us one of the most popular websites on the in the country, but. It's not bad. Right, and it's definitely not nothing. Um, even on our lowest days, we're getting 15 to 20 people per day. Uh, today so far, we're at lower. We're at 22. And so I think that the, the web traffic's going well. What we're finding is is that our sales numbers are better. I think I guess we would just summarize in that it's going more positively than we thought, that we're not driving traffic. And we think people like these and buy them, but we are kind of, I don't want to say at loss of ideas, but we're hesitant. So just looking at the numbers we have left, we really don't have enough product and potential revenue to like advertise a lot with this budget. Yeah. Agreed? So we'll talk about advertising in a bit. So we really, there's, we've, we've done well. We've just about made, made our money back and we have a little bit of, a bit, we probably have about what, 35 to 40% of our inventory left. I don't even know. I have to do some math. 40, let's say 40%. So we could do a little bit better, but we can't really go into any big ad buys because we would immediately lose our lunch. Mm-hmm. And another aspect that I feel like we've run into is like when you're trying to move inventory and you've already made like everything we sell at this point is profit minus shipping. Um, And so you think like, oh, we could do a sale and like discount our bands to move this inventory. But our only sales channel are the people who have paid full. Like if we put a sale out and we put it on Reddit because that's where we sell all our shit. Like everyone on there who has bought a full price band, there's probably 50 users on there who have bought a full price band will be like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, no, exactly. So <laughs> we've kind of shot ourselves in the foot on that, on that end as well. And that we only really have one group of like, we only have one really successful sales channel that we found. And we don't really, yeah. I mean, we're only, I mean, I guess ultimately too, we're only about a month into sales. So it's not worth, you know, saying, oh, it's over this point yet you know right we're in a month into sales and every month we stick around we lose 35 dollars yes just by existing something like that 30 dollars pay five dollars for gmail 20 dollars for podcasting is that it i feel like there's one more uh, shopify is 10 bucks a month i think we should probably find ways to cut the podcast costs because that's not happening frequently enough or in don't worry this won't affect you loyal podcast podcast listener 
No, we're actually doing pretty good with the podcast numbers. It's just not um, maybe we not don't, with the We're not doing it enough. Yeah, and we're not really I – mean, we're up keeping an episode every two weeks or something, so it's not really heavy. Mm-hmm. I do think maybe – so we're, basically that's where we're at. So we need to advertise. We had a very interesting call of which I've lost most of our notes, I think. Um, and I don't know if the notes are super valuable, but God, no, most of our notes were just us making fun of this guy. Yeah. So do you want to explain what we did? I guess. So when you set up a Google, I always get AdWords and AdSense conflict. AdWords like, is the one where you are advertising. AdSense is where you put ads on your garbage ads on your website. Uh, like the SEO wing review. So when you sign up for an AdWords account, when you tell Google, I want to give you money, um, it can be kind of an overwhelming system. And so they hook you up free of charge with a dude who will call you. Um, he works for Google or I think is actually like contracted through Google through some third party company. But um, he is they have these, ad, these AdWords, AdWords specialists, certified AdWords specialists who will call you and talk to you about your ads, talk to you about your goals, talk to you about like what your budget is and what he give recommendations on what he thinks you should be doing um, or she, I guess it could be a woman. Um, and so we set up a call and we Skyped. So we, uh, no, we just did a regular old uh, self yeah. cellular conference call um, with this guy. Um, and he mainly, he, he told us that our budget wasn't large enough. We should just shut off our ads, which may be good advice. And then also just told us how he sells things using AdWords, and he's really good at it. John and I actually, I think, went into it with open minds, given it would not be normally a situation we would go into with open minds with, I guess. And I would say that it was it was not exceptionally helpful. He, you know, I guess... He, he literally said, I can't find the exact quote, so it's not literally... He said, I am very good at what I do. He did say like, he was very good at what Like, just apropos of nothing. Like, we were just talking, like, so what do you think? We, well, let me tell you this. I, I'll just put it this way. I am very good at what I do. Like, it wasn't helpful. It was not, like, relevant. We weren't asking him if he was good at what he did. But he, didn't he really, wanted yeah. to tell us. Um, we also, I, I feel like we did not say we wanted to spend nothing. But we we probably made it clear that the maximum I mean the maximum we could have spent if it was working successfully would have been probably three to five hundred dollars on an ad campaign, and we understand that that's not that much money. But he had no interest in talking to us when it became clear that that was the like case. we were saying like our lifetime spend for the products we have to move right now could not exceed like three to five hundred dollars, and what he heard what he recommended was that we needed to spend $2,000 a day for at least like a week, three to five days maybe, just to get ourselves off the ground and then figure out, move on from there. Right? Yeah, That's what he was, said. He was, yeah, he was, he basically, yeah, it, it was an amount of money that we weren't really, I don't think any of us, I, either of us wanted to really. <laughs> and we told been, him like, we have these, we have a hundred bands here that we need to sell, guy. And that most, those bands could make us $1,800 is like our mat. And that's without shipping. That's with all, all our other costs. Like we have, but he, for our maximum $1,800 of profit, wanted us to spend at least $6,000 on advertising. Yeah. It was just incredible. The amount of money that he, yeah. So it became clear that it was not going to be something that we, we wanted to, it was not going to be something we were going to do. So John had to leave halfway through the call. So then I was left with him. And he basically said, come back when you're willing to spend 10K in advertisements. And um, 
I think we've been pretty open and frank on this podcast of what we plan on, you know, what our costs or what our goals have been. So that was like just out of the question. Right. We we will never unless we until like as long as it's just you and me, we will never be spending ten thousand dollars on any advertising. period of time in advertisements. Yeah. And if we did have ten thousand dollars in advertisement or budget, I don't think it would go to AdWords. No. It would probably uh, go to our our goal was was to keep it lower by using AdWords and cost per clicks that were lower. He did tell us about Google Shopping, which we tried to set up, but our current Shopify plan it is not possible with. Um, we did think that might work, but it wasn't necessarily a given. Right, that'll be another twenty dollars a month to upgrade our Shopify account, and then um, maybe more money to dump into that Google. Same. We additionally looked into doing Amazon, kind of in similar shopping kind of methodology like we would sell on Amazon and hoping that the Amazon traffic of people buying things would just help but that was another thing where I don't we don't have the we don't have the we do not have the inventory to justify that at this point because of the cost of just getting started right so we are working with the inventory and budget of like a small mom and pop store and we are out there on the big world wide web and we just our models do not scale to what we need to succeed at this broader level yeah. Exactly. I mean, I and agree. I don't think they ever will unless we like find that there is a huge, much larger market for this than we've addressed so far. Which speaking of, so now we think of what we can do. So our, I guess our thoughts are here. So, well, so I will, so let me talk about, cause we did. So the guy, the guy told us to shut our ads off and I oh, was yeah, like, I have numbers. $125 in free ads. So I'm going to use them. Because I did have money, like we got $100 from Shopify um, when we started, and that's how we ended up with this account to begin with. Um, so I'm pulling up some numbers right now on that. Um, and parallel at the same time, I was, found out how to make a really cool Facebook ad that would show our Shopify store as like a gallery in an ad to people who are interested in Apple Watches and also were matching, like it was a matching audience um, of people with similar characteristics to people who had been to our website. So I was like, this is a pretty cool group of people um, in terms of potential customers. And everything except for the sales numbers said that that was true. Um, so we got an insane 33 cents a click, which is a really great number, to people in our demographic on Facebook. So, um, um, And then we would get, we had 328 clicks for... Where's my total spend here? Uh, $72 spent. So it was, I would say, a wildly successful campaign, except that nobody bought anything. Yeah, it just didn't turn into revenue. So we're not, so now we're just kind of sitting here. I think part of it has been the waiting game to see what sells to see if we can keep that going. Um, we did have a decent day yesterday, and actually, we sold a couple. And, and I found the reason for that, John, actually. I was just Googling us to figure out, you know, because you have to Google ourselves all the time. Um, there was a really good post on uh, Reddit yesterday. Oh, okay. By Mike Ack, who posted a picture that says, finally got some upgrades for my Series 2. And he actually has the whole set, the whole spring set, and was one of our VIPs who got a special color, the blue. And so he posted the blue and mentioned in the comments. So he has, it's basically just a tone bands photo of all the tone bands. He has four tone bands. It's also his AirPods case. Oh, and um, jealous. he he made a post about that, and that is, I think, what got us a good amount of traffic yesterday. It also seems like there's also a post where what is the best sport band knockoff, and I posted tone bands. And so that, I think, probably got us some traffic. 
um, shamelessly. Somehow I'm unable. I have three different browsers open right now, and I'm trying the third one to see which one may or may not be logged in to um, a Tone Vans account. Also, All right, here we go. When I search so, for us, there's an ad for Tony Vans. There's an ad? They're buying our keywords now? I don't know. It's in the bottom of the screen. It says shop Tony Vans on Amazon. We spent $124 on Google. We got... I don't, this is so, we got, it was 65 cents a click total and we did nothing with that. And it was just miserable the whole time. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense for us at all. Anyway. So we could just be doing a bad job of it, but we don't have the budget that our dude told us we needed and neither of us liked talking to him. And now we don't ever want to run Google ads again. So that was a success. (laughs) So I guess, where do we go from here? Like we mentioned, we have... We have basically said we need to sit it out. See, we need to try to think of some ways to maybe get some viral word of mouth, maybe increase sales with people who are in our mailing list and try that. We have not really been flooding the mailing lists, which, you know, for better or for worse, we don't think that will really turn into a whole lot of sales. Um, But I guess, and I think we should talk about it briefly because I don't think we should get into in depth because we haven't really talked about it together. But maybe to make this, I guess, what are the next steps would be the big question, right? And so maybe we, we wrap with, or not, I'm going to say wrap with that for sure, but we're thinking about doing a second run that would potentially be a Kickstarter. Yeah. Do so we want to talk about been, that? Yeah. If you've been a long-term listener to the podcast, um, you know that we considered Kickstarter for our first run, but kind of based on our interest from the uh, Apple Watch subreddit, thought that we could go it alone and that there was enough interest that we could find naturally. Um, without going the Kickstarter route, that we would be able to make a go of it. Um, And I would say that we were rewarded in that decision. Um, We haven't sold out. We haven't really made a profit. But we didn't lose any money. No one else took a cut of our money. Um, We kind of got to do it all on our own. And I thought that was really cool. So we chose not to go with Kickstarter our first time. And I think that that was a good choice. Um, I agree. But... uh, well, why facing... would we, I guess, like, why would we go Kickstarter? So what are the benefits of Kickstarter? So here's my thought process, I guess. So hopefully we're going to, we would achieve some additional. I have, I have three big successes that I think, well, I think three big positives for Kickstarter. So let's see if you agree or you come up with the same positives as I do. Well, I'm going to, st- I'm going to take it. Can I take a different route? I want to talk about the negative, like why I we don't want to do it the same way again. Okay, that's fine. Or the same way we did before is, okay. The same way we just, like the, same the way, way we, we did, did our first okay. run, why I'm hesitant to do that sure. again. So we broke even on this thing and that is great. But uh, for our next run, we've kind of, we haven't promised anything to anyone, but I feel like there are a good amount of people who are really into our brand and really like what we're doing, who we have, told that we are going to try to make gold and rose gold bands on our next run, like gold and rose gold pins on our next run. Um, And I don't want to let those people down by doing another run of all black bands again. Um, And in order to do all three of these pin colors, um, we are going to need to at least triple our investment um, in the actual bands themselves. So we're looking at a much larger, we're looking at a larger chunk of money that I think Cameron and I would be like, it's not a, it's not a given that we, both of us would be comfortable in investing triple the amount of money that we did the first time True. Um, yeah. in something that we still don't, I, I feel like we haven't quite found our market fit and there's no guarantee 
I would say it's if we went the same route again, it would be even less likely that we would break even in as short of amount of time as it took us to do it this time. Correct. Um, I would agree with all that. And so there's a much higher risk. We want to grow, not like huge, but we want to get like a little bit bigger so that we can at least address the people who we said we were going to address and that it's our goal to address these people. Um, And so without putting a bunch of capital into it up front, both we were talking about how Kickstarter may be our, our way to figure out if we can find a viable marketplace to get these things out there. I agree with all of that. I think my three positives kind of echo that, but I will go over them very quickly. Uh, one, we would be able to pre-order some of the purchases. Now, I'm not saying we would totally fund it. So, like, I think we mentioned, if you're, again, a long-time listener, that it takes, we do a run of 200 of each type of metal is what our current distributor will do for us. So that means we would have to do 600 bands to do black, gold, and rose gold. Um, we would probably not require that we sell all 600 of them in order to do the Kickstarter. It'd be some no. number less than that. However, I mean, it'd be, I don't know what the number would be because we haven't really gone over it. However, we would at least be able to be sure that we were going to sell some gold and rose gold before we put all the money down. That's a big... So to, the ability to, I want to say, like pre-sell so that we can get an idea of numbers or you know what's going to happen with the gold versus rose gold and stuff like that is um, important. Two, I guess this one kind of fits in with that. It doesn't necessarily have to be all of our own funding. So we'll know, we'll know demand for the color breaks as we do that, For first of all. But then we'll also be able to use that as a payment deposit towards our buying our bands, which would be useful because, like John said, we're funding this completely out of our own pockets now. Um, that is more important to me now because we kind of have a better expectation of prices, like what it costs to get these here, put them into packaging, to get them into envelopes, and then get them out to you. We have a much better understanding of what that costs, so we can you know understand that better. And then finally, I think that maybe the best benefit of Kickstarter would be the promotional aspect, right? Like there is some sort of social, people go to Kickstarter looking for things. I'm not sure that quantity of people, but, you know, Kickstarters, people go there and that's kind of a place, a hub people go to for looking for products like ours. So, and I think we have one that would do well because we have proven that we can manufacture and ship these right and that's another thing we had talked about is that like people are more likely to back us on kickstarter because we have positive reviews we've actually shipped a product we aren't this isn't like a crazy pie in the sky idea that at a scale that's impossible like we've done something basically at this scale we're not looking to like exponentially increase no our we volume might, like said, we're just looking it, to like it. triple it yeah and so um, and that would allow us to make some different decisions of how we want to go about it. And we would probably be a bit more brave with the colors and stuff like that. I, we've talked about doing yeah. season sets of three. Um, that's something we, you know, we have to consider and think of how we're going to tackle. So but. here's something uh, that I was thinking. Um, colors that are going to look good with a black pin may not look good with, like, I think we're going to have to have different color sets for I, each. I agree. Because one of the things um, we talked about was doing like a red, white, and blue for the summer. However, I don't think that will look good with gold or rose gold. And at this point, let's be honest, we're not getting anything out by July. Uh, like, we, no, we, could, we could, but yeah. But, like, it took left. us a month to record this podcast. Yeah. we're Yeah, it's <laughs> going to take us a bit, even if we started. So, um, so that means that I think we're probably looking at, in the summer sometime, potentially doing a Kickstarter, trying that. Mm-hmm. We know, so there's a couple negatives of doing that, um, of doing Kickstarter versus regular. First of all, um, Kickstarter does take a cut. Uh, I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. Do you remember, John? 
No, I have looked recently and I I don't remember. So I think it's enough that that would inflate a bit, but we would be able to calculate that in. So we would be able to make sure we were doing fine with that. Um, mm-hmm. Second, another important thing that we would have to do. Well, another thing I think that would be not we'd have to do, but I think would be something we would do is I think we would move away from the the small and large sets and just go to the three piece bands for all the colors. Yeah, that your will make that, things but... simpler inventory wise. Um, it probably makes things better from a customer perspective because like a lot of people maybe don't know or don't care what size they wear like they just pick one out of the box maybe a year ago and they've just worn that ever since and i i think it would simplify it and it would it would easily it would make it much easier for us shipping and doing our inventory it would probably allow us to have a wider variety of colors than we were planning um so so maybe we things... could double our, double our colors because we yeah. can half our um half Excuse. our skews one of the things be i'm gonna go back to my economics um, degree that I have that I've never used since I graduated from the Valparaiso University. But I think what we've found so far is that people are relatively price inelastic when it comes to these. Uh, these particular bands. Yes. Yeah. Now, going to the three-piece set would raise our costs. However, if our cost went from like 18 to $21 and our three-piece went from like 39 to 42 mm-hmm. I don't think that that would have cost us many, if any, sales. Another thing to note is that we will be raising our shipping costs also because we're shipping on a per weight basis. I don't know what it is, but it'll I don't be believe something. it. It'd be maybe it, it won't be significant. It'll be cents, pennies. It'll on be the pennies. Dollar. Yeah, I don't think it'll be bad. Okay, just looking, having bought a bunch of them between the three sets and the two sets, it should be fine. Um, so I I think if we were to say hey a single band's like twenty one now and a full set is forty two, I don't think that that would lose us a whole lot of sales. But one thing we do know is that there are some, and I don't want to say like we're milking people, but I think we do have out of our, let's say out of our 80 orders, I would say about 25, I mean, a large percentage of these people have been adamant in the sense that they've bought all three, like we've seen two things. One, they've been adamant in sending feedback. They've said, we want more, we want to be VIPs or whatever, mm-hmm. or people who bought one originally and, then, and upgraded. then upgraded after buying. So I think for those people, you know, we were offering three bands. I think a lot of those people... I mean, frankly, would buy five or six from us if we had those colors available. Yeah. And feel like they had a great deal. I feel like a lot of Kickstarters also have like an early bird special where there's like a very small amount of bands available at a lower price to begin with. Um, Yeah, we could do that too. Our best fans, like the people who are already in the business, might be able able to nab it at that price tier and then we see where it goes from there. Um, Yeah, I agree. So I think we're leaning towards that, which means that we would have a bit better ability. So I think if we do a Kickstarter again, our goal would be to get gold and rose gold in that run. Mm-hmm. Um, we did that's like almost, the idea. That's a non-negotiable for me. Yes. I think like I don't personally have a gold or rose gold watch, but no, and I think I there's no point people, in doing it if we're gonna. Why would if we we're do just it? gonna keep with the same people? Yeah. And the other thing is we don't have we the people that we've sold to in the past we don't have a lot of their email addresses they didn't check the bot they didn't opt in to signing up for our mailing address so when we have new products available it's we're going to have to like we can't just reach out to these people again necessarily and have a high degree of confidence that they'll still be interested in our product true so i think we need to find you know one of the, i think we we originally set forth this idea we wanted to do limited three set or three band runs per order um I'd like to diversify the types of bands we do um, and make there be variety that comes kind of seasonally to increase the interest and do this in a way that makes sense. But also I don't think we can, so like you said with gold and rose gold, like I think 
I honestly think for both of those colors, not thinking about it, I think a white would do very well. Yeah, white that. I think is our signature. Like we maybe always have white available in yeah. all three band colors. So I, I mean, we might do even though people like gray the best. With gold gray or would rose look good gold. in rose gold and gold too. I think our I whole th- first set I think would look have looked great in gold and rose. I gold. agree, and I think if we did them, you know, it's not even crazy that we would maybe only do two for gold or rose gold to start mm-hmm. or something like that, and maybe do more with the black. You know, offer some different colors. Um, Another thing we might do, and I'm gonna, I, I think I mentioned this to you, I'm getting quotes on nylon bands. Mm-hmm. I kind of would like to do a sample run of those and see what that would look like. I don't know. I, I know you do not own a nylon band. I have I an Apple not. nylon band and I love it. And I actually think I would be a, I think that I would be a big fan of having, so my, I've, I've been quoting up John in secret without telling you some white nylon with black hardware. Man, that would be great. And then also a, a similar gray. Um, How's then, our new Dora? Ah, she's, she's responsive. Responsive. Her English seems very great, so I have no problems communicating with her. Uh, and she got me a quote very quickly on some of those. I think I forwarded it to you. I'm not sure if I. I think I did. Maybe. I don't know if you did. I think. I think I might have done it when you were when you were in Florida. Out of, yeah, in Florida. So I'm not sure you would have seen it. Um, but like there, so. The nylon, one of the things I wanted to reach out to them about was, what if we provided our own nylon, so to speak? What, what if, we, yeah, I, I know it sounds crazy, but what if we bought nylon that fit? Because I'm sure they're just buying nylon or seeing what, so their their nylon options are fairly limited. So what if we provided it? So, but I, I, there's a, so my thought was to do like a yin and yang. Are you going to source a, the nylon from like another Chinese I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about I I was spending some time researching nylon pricing man so, at this point you're we're like doing it like a, if we are getting things from two different manufacturers and having them put them together this is wild um but what i would like to see is is that we could we're basically do, makers at this point yeah for our first one we could do a run of black and white which i uh-huh. think both would be fantastic what do you what's the minimum order on a nylon band um what is the minimum order that they gave me or yeah. that we actually could probably get made i'm curious of they both, told me 50, 50? with, oh, with that, the black um okay the That's black so low. what they've done here instead is that they have an additional adapter and buckle price for the so they have basically the hardware price is an additional cost on top of the standard pricing which okay in the last one there was no additional cost however we had to run a higher quantity so mm-hmm. I feel like it's like an even trade offer, you know. So, and I have not negotiated or looked into discussing these prices at all. So we might be able to bring them down as well. I don't know. I haven't really got it. They also have this like two tone nylon that Dylan personally hated, and I'm not a fan of. However, I'd I'd be interested in seeing one, but I'm not sure I would go with it. Yeah. But I I just thought if we did a black and white nylon set, that could be pretty incredible. Yes, I think that that would look really good. Or a light gray and white, either one. And the blue looks good. I mean, I don't know. We could do black, blue, light gray, white. I don't think I want to go khaki, and I'd be fine with gray too. But I personally, it's not a band that I ever thought I would have liked, but I um, have become a fan of it. So I would, uh, I, I don't know. I'd be willing. I, see, the thing is, I'm not sure that the market's there, but I don't know. I think it'd be something that maybe we did a limited amount of with the Kickstarter and offered okay. those as available, you know, if we were able to. I mean, maybe it's 50, you know, or something like that. Right. Do you think we would do it as like a stretch goal or as like a, I don't know. I, I don't know how we do it as a stretch because I think people would directly have to pay. It would be higher. Uh-huh. Oh, but I point. think they're definitely more expensive than the regular. 
but I don't know. I, I have no idea how we would. Another thing, about our, another thing about our Kickstarter is is that we would be a relatively low number, I think, or quant- price than most Kickstarters, or we wouldn't have a huge goal. Right. Our funding goal is going to be like under $2,000, I would think. Do you think um, that's right? I'm throwing that out there. You can edit that out if that's... I think we would be higher, but I'm not okay. sure that you're like on a scale of like... You're not exponentially off. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I think you're not. Speaking of Kickstarter, I'm logging into Kickstarter right now, and I part of me is not excited about kickstarter i started making a campaign and then i stopped immediately but i think it was just because i was like i don't want to do i don't have time for this right now i have a couple kickstarters maybe it's just going to my spam i have one that i should have gotten something on now that i think about okay well this is your yeah now we're off with kickstarter the platform you have i have a problem with individual individual makers are douchebags yeah yeah, something was supposed to come to me within a week of the twenty fourth of April, and that has not Man, happened. I backed, I backed a board game bar in St. Louis that is open, but that I have never been to, and I have like free drinks and shit waiting for me. There. I did that with a brewery here locally, and um, did you ever go there? I actually wrote an email because I thought they've. I I've gone there, but I so I kickstarted it, and then I um, my they sent messages very weird a long time ago. I have a, a gift card that I've probably lost like a $15 gift card. That's in my car somewhere. I don't think it expires. So, but I don't know where it's at. So These people were very good at communicating and I, they sent me like, they mailed me like a card that like I, they followed through everything on there and I just haven't done anything. All right. I think we'll call it. All right. Later. Bye. <laughs>